going on, Austin? How are you doing? Pretty good. How about you? Fine. So I'm I'm thrilled to have you on my uh, podcast every Wednesday. So every Wednesday, how it works is that we're going to be talking at 11. Does that work for you? Works for me just fine. All right. So uh, first off, to lead things off, um, we're going to do an intro episode. Then we're going to do the NFL segment, which we'll talk about about some a significant trade that happened today. And then we'll do the NBA last. But first things first, uh, Austin, just tell me a little bit more about yourself. And then I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about myself in just a minute. So go ahead and, and introduce yourself and tell me uh, about yourself. All right. Well, uh, I'm 21 years old. I'm from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm currently attending the University of Alabama, hoping to graduate in uh, 2020. I grew up in a mostly Boston fan base type of household. Uh, my dad's side of the family was a huge Boston fans, but uh, I kind of separated from them and uh, did not end up being a too, ma- too much of a huge Boston fan. But uh, I did live in Bree Sports just from a young age, and uh, I've continued that up until now, and I'm just still loving it and hoping to continue to do it. Good for you. And also, since you, I heard you went to Alabama, so I'm sure you go to a lot of Alabama games. And you could also tell me when we talk about our NFL and our NFL segments, you could tell me about which player to watch in the draft for Alabama. Because I, I love Alabama players as well, even though I'm not huge on college football, but I love Alabama players and Nick Saban because of the connection of him and Coach Belichick as from a Patriots fan perspective. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, every year, as you know, they've got plenty of guys coming out of Alabama and they're always interesting to talk about just great skill level coming out of the guys that are coached by Nick Saban. Absolutely. So I'll tell you about myself. Now, my name is Lorenzo Loro Antonio. If you know me by now, we've met through sport talk. I'm a content promoter on sport talk. I currently am the uh, administrator of my Dodgers Lakers Patriots and Rams podcast page, which you know, which you should know by now. And um, I'm graduating from Woodbury university this year and wanting to become a sports broadcaster and it's right up your alley as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to uh, working with you every Wednesday and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, this is going to be great. So um, talk about, and let's now talk about before we get into all the favorite sports scenes of an object <laughs> on all that, let's talk about what we're going to accomplish for each episode. So you told me when we talked last week that you wanted to focus on with me, just the NBA and NFL. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. That seems to be my forte, and uh, I really enjoy talking about the NBA and NFL, and uh, I hope to be able to give a pretty useful take on, the, on those subjects. Yeah, so that's going to be our focus going forward when you and I are on air every Wednesday. We'll just talk about the NBA and the NFL. Absolutely. But I know you, you kind of talked about the Braves, but MLB is not your forte, if I may ask. Um, I'm an MLB fan, but I feel that uh, my strong suit definitely leans towards the NBA and the NFL as I follow those a lot closer. Yeah, that's what you asked me last week, if that if you can only focus on the NBA and NFL, and I was okay, and I was okay with it. Yep. So um, let's talk about our favorite sports teams and why. So for me, um, my favorite sports teams are, for football, I have two, the New England Patriots and the Los Angeles Rams, and for basketball, the Lakers, and for baseball, the Dodgers. All right. Well, uh, mine are for football, the New Orleans Saints, and of course, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, I got for baseball, the Braves, and basketball, the Lakers. Yeah, speaking of the Braves, uh, they should be the favorites to win the National League East this year. And for the Saints, talk about how Drew Brees is going to be is still the greatest quarterback of all time with Tom Brady, but that debate should be over by now. And uh, 
and for basketball, <laughs> the Lakers. We'll talk about the Lakers in just in just a moment about their loss against the Hawks. So we're going to recap that game in the NBA segment. But um, break down. Tell me about your favorite players and why. For me, my favorite players on each team for the Patriots, it's Tom Brady. For uh, the Rams, it's Jared Goff. For the Lakers, it's Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, and Lonzo Ball. And for the Dodgers, it's Clayton Kershaw. Well, my favorite uh, players don't all come from the teams that I'm so in love with. But uh, for basketball, currently right now, it's got to be Vince Carter. Uh, I just love his athleticism. I just love what he could do. And watching him in his prime, he was one of the most exciting basketball players to ever play, I would say. Um, for football, it's it's got to be uh, Mark Ingram. He, he's just uh, just fun. It just comes in right off of him. It, it just ra- radiates from him at all times. And he's just always an exciting player to watch. And just an all-around great guy on and off the field. And uh, for baseball, like Yasiel Puig, just for about the same reasons as uh, I like Mark Ingram. He's he's always having fun on and off the field. He seems to be a great guy. And it, just a lot of excitement from those two guys. Yeah, I mean, I think – here's my prediction on Mark Ingram, and which I'll get to in the NFL segment in just a minute here. Um, I predict Mark Ingram is going to stay with the Saints. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. They're going to have to try to get him at a cheaper deal. I, I'd hope so because their cap room is a little rough right now. But, yeah, I hope they do. I, I love him. Yeah, but when it comes to the Saints, for me, Austin, my favorite player on the Saints is Drew Brees. Yeah, just and same reasons there. I, I feel like the Saints just have a lot of similarities uh, among the players, just like Mark Ingram and Drew Brees are just both great guys on and off the field, like I said. And, and they just seem like a fun team and a lot of excitement around them. Yeah, for sure. I, I think the Saints are going to be a great team for a long time. And uh, I love Coach Payton as well, one of my favorite coaches in the NFL, along with Bill Belichick and Sean McVay. Sean Payton is definitely a, a wonderful head coach. <laughs> he and Drew Brees are the epitome of Saints football. Yeah, absolutely. And they're going to be the face of the franchise for what I hope will be uh, at least a couple more years for Drew Brees. And I hope that we can bring Mark Inger back on and he can continue to be a piece of the face of the franchise as well. And then my favorite Saints defensive player has to be Cam Jordan. Oh, yeah, he's a menace off the end. Always fun to watch. So I believe that even though the Saints are motive, even though the Saints got robbed by my got robbed in the NFC Championship game against my Rams last uh, last month, I do believe the Saints are motivated to to shake off that and be even stronger in 2019. I think they're going to be first place in the NFC South again. Yeah, it'll be really exciting to see, especially with them coming off those two heartbreaking losses the last two seasons in the playoffs with the Minneapolis Miracle and now the uh, huge no call. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they, they, they have all the pieces to be motivated next season, and we're going to have to see uh, how they use that motivation. Absolutely on that. You know, Sean Payton's a, a great coach, but the NFC South is a tough division. But I do see the Saints being the Kings of the, the division and then the Falcons having a bounce back year and challenging the Saints in the in the division. Falcons will have to have a, a big offseason here, and they're going to have to try to bring back their key players that they could potentially lose this offseason. But, uh, yeah, I think that I, I agree with you on that, uh, that I believe that the Saints will once again be kings of the NFC South. And then, and then the Falcons second, then we'll talk about that more in our uh, NFL segment and what both standings will look like in 2019 for the AFC East and the NFC South and the uh, NFC West, which I'll add as well. Right, right. Since both the AFC East and NFC West are my divisions in football. 
both extremely exciting divisions. And uh, yeah, I'll have a lot, we'll have a lot of fun talking about that here in a little. Yeah, for sure. And uh, tell me about like for Alabama, because I have, uh, I, we'll talk, I'm going to mention this name on my NFL segment, but I have my Patriots getting Irv Smith Jr. from Alabama at the 32nd pick. Tell me about him and if you think he's going to be a game-changing tight end on the Patriots. Well, look, he's a huge mismatch problem for a lot of defenses. He's a big-time speed tight end, too, which is uh, what you don't see a whole lot from tight ends, but he's, he's got the big body, the athletic kind of like basketball size kind of guy. And uh, I think he could be really explosive off the tight end and cause a lot of problems for the opposing defenses. Absolutely. But I also have on my Patriots radar for who I want to get in the draft is one of them is, is Irv Smith Jr. And I also have Isaiah Bugs. And Isaiah Bugs is a good edge rusher. And uh, can you tell me a little bit more about Isaiah Bugs and what he could bring if he's a New England Patriot? Yeah, I mean, like you said, he, he, he's, he's explosive on the defense. He's big and he's strong. I mean, he's one of the bigger – one of the bigger uh, defensive players that I've seen uh, since attending the school here and uh, his great size, I think could be a huge hole filler for the Patriots defense. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're going to need edge rushers too, which we'll talk, get to in the NFL segment, but tell me about Tua. And I can't pronounce his last name. I know I like this kid. This kid. <laughs> he's a great quarterback and I believe he's going to make a great NFL quarterback when he's drafted. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, well, since going here, like, I, I've gotten to meet him a few times on campus, and uh, he's actually a really great guy, and that's what I love most about him. He's extremely humble, uh, always friendly, always willing to talk to fans, and uh, his athletic ability, just like off-the-field ability, is just – I mean, he's an all-around great guy, and he's a beast out there. I mean, he could sling the ball. He can, he can play make. Sometimes the only knock I have against him is that he does seem to try to make uh, plays happen a little too much and may just – run around or take the sack. But look, when he, when he begins to get that NFL coaching in and, and all this coaching he's gotten from Saban, he's going to be a great player. And I really think that uh, he may be a little undersized, but I think that uh, he'll be very explosive in the NFL someday. Absolutely. Um, even though I don't follow college football, I follow the Alabama Crimson Tide closely because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a huge uh, Alabama fan when it comes to college football because I love – the Saban and Belichick connection. And I want to see that both Alabama and the Patriots winning championships the same year, which that trend hasn't happened yet. And I want to see that. And I believe that's the year to do it since Alabama lost to Clemson in the national title game this past season. Yeah. It's so funny you mentioned that because uh, it's, it's actually, it, it's pretty crazy to see considering they're such, they're two such dominant uh, franchises in, in football right now. And for really, as long as I can remember, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see them both win, uh, win a championship in the same year, which would be really cool to see. But uh, we'll, we'll, see how, we'll see what happens as uh, Tom Brady – he says he's going to play to 45, but we'll see as Tom Brady's career slowly is uh, coming to an end. But he's still playing, uh, playing like a star. So, Yeah, I do, ex- I, do expect, uh, I do expect Tom Brady to play for my Patriots until he's 45 at least. I, I, don't, think, I don't see him retiring anytime soon or for a while. Yeah, like he said, uh, he's going to retire when he sucks, and right now uh, he doesn't suck. So I think uh, he'll be playing for you guys for, for a decent amount of time here. Absolutely on that for sure. But uh, with Alabama, because I know the, I, my Patriots have one Alabama football player who is by far one of my favorite players on the defensive side of the ball, and that's Dante Hightower. Very dedicated guy. I don't know if you, you met him, but when I see him, great guy. 
and he's also a great linebacker and a leader on my defense, who I've seen grow since I was a junior in high school and he first came into the league. Oh, yeah, he's an absolute beast, and, and the excitement he brings on the defense side of the ball is always fun to watch, and I've enjoyed him. I've enjoyed watching him when he went to Alabama, and I enjoy watching him now with the Patriots. And then another guy I want to mention from Alabama who's on my NFC team, the L.A. Rams, is Mark Barron. I think he's done a good job transitioning from being a safety to a linebacker. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, he, 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 he's the epitome of uh, showing off that Nick Saban coaching as far as defensive players go. And he's just as fun to watch as Hot Tower. Yeah, and then I, I, wanna, I also want to mention some other former Alabama players that I also liked and who I had on my draft board for the Patriots in the past drafts, like Minka Fitzpatrick, who, I, who was my favorite defensive back from Alabama, very good defensive player, going to live up to his potential in Miami. C.J. Mosley is going to be amazing. Very, uh, He's going to be that next Ray Lewis type player on the Baltimore Ravens. Amari Cooper, I think, staying with the uh, Cowboys, but he's a good. he was a very good receiver during his time here. And Julio Jones. Don't talk about Julio Jones. And he's one of the best receivers in the NFL right now, and he and uh, – Kelvin Ridley are going to complement each other very well in Atlanta. Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. I mean, if you if you take a look at a lot of those Alabama players that you mentioned too, they're what 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 comes off of them. What they show me game in and game out is they're always ready to make the big play, and that's something that Julio Jones does time and time again, and uh, he never fails to impress. Absolutely on that, and then uh, I told you. Out of the Alabama quarterbacks I've watched with, like, Jalen Hurts, A.J. McCarron, I, I say Tua is my favorite quarterback out of Alabama right now, out of the quarterbacks I've seen from Alabama football. I completely agree. Uh, like, I, he's, just, he's just so fun to watch. And the athleticism along with the arm strength is what makes him so exciting to me. And it's something that, uh, like, like A.J. McCarron, he, he had the arm strength and everything like that, but the athleticism wasn't there like Tua has. And that's what I love to see every time he's on the field. Yeah, I want to see Tua. I can't wait to see when Tua enters the NFL next year. But even though we're going to get to – we're going to talk about in just a minute with our uh, – quarter, with the quarterback class in the upcoming NFL draft, I don't think this quarterback class is strong, but I do like a couple quarterbacks like – Drew Locke, Dwayne Haskins, Will Greer, I think is going to be a good NFL quarterback, but I see three or two rookie quarterbacks starting in the, in the, for each starting week one in the 2019 season, such as Colin Murray and also Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, definitely. And the quarterback class, it's exciting this year, but um, the past few years, it hasn't been too. Uh, there hasn't been too many uh, big names coming out of there besides Kyler Murray this year. And uh, you got, I guess, guys like Will Greer and a couple dark horses like that. And Daniel Jones is also a dark horse to me out of Duke. Uh, he, he could be a top 10 pick. Uh, but look, Dwayne Haskins and uh, Kyler Murray, I think, are the two big guys to, wa- to watch in this draft. And uh, they're going to be a lot of fun to see in the NFL. Absolutely. So, but Austin, stay right here. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, well, let's get right to the NFL. All right. Sounds good.